Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Heart of Markness, episode six, I think. Well, we'll call it six. It's been a while. Sorry, I say that all the time. Sorry, I also say that all the time. Uh, life got in the way. Things happened. The center did not hold, but it's okay. I'm back. All is well. And uh, hopefully I'm gonna about to make your day better. This week, or this time, or this episode, this episode, there we go, we're going to uh, kind of get out of the uh, esoteric aspects of Jimmy Page's post-Zeppelin career and get straight into the middle of the road, Led Zeppelin, kick-ass, rock and roll, yeehaw, hammer the gods. Uh, we're going to discuss a very, very important and fairly recent bootleg release of an excellent legendary show from the 1975 tour. Um, the title is called Deus Ex Machina, and it is a soundboard recording, an excellent, wonderfully balanced soundboard recording of Zeppelin's uh, legendary almost four-hour gig in Seattle on March 21st, 1975. It is great. This show, it, it, The show has been around in the bootleg circle for a long time as a, a very good audience recording. But I could never get into it because it was pretty distant and it just, I don't know, it never captured me. Um, the 75 tour in general doesn't really do it for me for a myriad reasons, but um, it's kind of, um, it's when drugs start getting, you know, having an impact when, uh, you know, Jimmy's playing starts to take a noticeable, you know, dip downward at points and um you know this the tour itself was marred with injury uh jimmy had a broken finger the ring finger on his left hand which um you guitarists know that's 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 the main finger that's where you do your bends that's where you do your hammer-ons it's it's key uh, he broke the tip of it off in a uh, train door i believe and robert um, started the tour with um, a terrible, terrible case of the, the flu, you know, uh, bronchitis, chest issues. And they soldiered on anyways, um, delivering some pretty sub-par performances. Although they had, at the very beginning of the tour, when they were kind of impaired, they substituted Dazed, they substituted um, how many more times for Dazed and Confused, and they um, they did the Wanton song, and they did When the Levee Breaks, which are all pretty awesome. Um, unfortunately, none of those shows are available um, in the bootleg circles in, in decent quality. Um, they're good at best. And I don't mean good as in the subjective, like, how you doing? Good. But like the, like good as in like a comic book rating. Like, it's in good condition, which means it's in shitty condition. Um but that all changed with the release of this wonderful soundboard recording from what is arguably the best night of the 75 tour. And um, I would agree. I don't think it has the best performances of every song on the 75 tour, but it is from start to finish rock solid um, in the way that the 73 tour, from which the song remains the same movie and soundtrack, come from they were kick-ass jimmy's kick-ass bonzo's kick-ass everybody is on board all cylinders are firing 
And it's just great. And it's the absolute uh, apex of the long, long self-indulgent solos. Dazed and Confused is uh, almost 45 minutes long. But it's riveting. It's compelling. I listen to it. I listen to this whole show. I even listen to Moby Dick. And it's, it's, it's awesome. I'm not going to play it here, obviously, because... We would run out of bandwidth and bring down the internet, and uh, half of you would die of old age before it was finished, uh, myself included. But I do have a couple of highlights I want to share with you. And then, um, you know, uh, on my site, heartofmarkness.com, there will be a post about this episode, on which is a link where you can download the show yourself and listen to it and own it and put it on your iPod or put it, you know, whatever, listen to it in your car on the way to work because this, this stuff is important. And, you know, from the emails I get and the comments I get, which thank you for those, by the way, it's really neat to be able to do this sitting, you know, in my home, you know, in a t-shirt, underwear and slippers because it's chilly um, on Halloween. Happy Halloween. And, uh, and know that there are people out there that listen to this sometimes months Later, after an episode posts, I'll get a, an email from somebody saying that, you know, dude, I was at that show. It was amazing. Or, oh, my God, I love that concert. Oh, I love Jimmy Page. And, you know, just some kind of connection with, you know, somebody that otherwise uh, would never connect with. It's neat. I love this podcasting thing. And I hope you guys do, too. Back to the bootleg. It's called Deus Ex Machina. It was released by Empress Valley, I think. I don't have any notes. As usual, I'm winging this and going from memory. Um, it was released in a, four, in a, in a myriad uh, varieties of ways. Because um, this is kind of the big, big, one of the holy grails of the Zeppelin trading community is getting this awesome show. Because the 75 tour has been coming out for years and years. I think, I think over a decade now. Uh, soundboards have been trickling out. So somebody in the bootleg world in Japan was able to purchase uh, a horde of 75 board tapes, probably from um, somebody from Shoko, the the sound and lighting company that that handled Zeppelin stuff. And they've been releasing them, you know, steadily over the years, um, of varying quality. And um, one interesting thing about soundboard recordings, you know, of which you may not be aware is that they're often not very balanced because there's there's a zillion different mixes that are done. There's, you know, John Paul Jones's mix that he gets through his monitor is a different mix than Bonzo gets at the drums, is a different mix than Robert gets, is a different mix than Jimmy gets. And these board tapes may be one of those. You know, you may get uh, John Paul Jones's mix which may be really high with guitar so Jonesy can hear it and follow it and play along, but really low with bass because Jonesy does not need to hear his own bass. He's playing it or hear it as much. You know what I mean? This doesn't suffer from that. This is, um, you know, if you listen to it, if it was playing when you walked into, you know, the barbershop and you wouldn't think anything of it. You'd think it's just a live album. It's, unbelievably good sounding the drums sound fucking amazing jonesy's bass amazing jimmy sounds amazing robert sounds amazing considering 75 is the worst year for his voice you know because of the aforementioned flu 
And I mean, even casual Zeppelin fans know that he blew his voice out in like 72. You know, after Houses of the Holy, you don't have those high notes anymore like you used to. Um, and by 77, he got that powerful Robert Plant voice back. 75 is iffy. Uh, so we were all thrilled when I think this came out back in like July, maybe July or August. This came out and um, I grabbed a copy of it. I didn't get a fancy copy. And I mean a copy, I don't mean I bought a copy of the silver disc because it's $8 trillion. I got a downloaded copy. These are freely available for download, and this is not illegal. Downloading live shows like this is not illegal. It's not like downloading the albums, which is illegal and, you know, has a moral issue. Live stuff, not so much, unless the band specifically forbids it, and Zeppelin doesn't. If you're trading their live music, they're cool with it. If you're downloading their live music for yourself, they're cool with it. You know, if you're selling bootlegs, they're not cool with it. Okay, here endeth the lesson. So this live show came out, and it just sounds incredible. If you're in your car on your way to work and you're listening to me, hello, keep your eyes on the road, hands at 10 and 2. Um, <laughs> sorry. I was about to say something filthy, but I didn't. Um, you're going to love this. You're going to crank up these songs. Uh, I'm trying to not do an 8 million hour podcast today, and I, so I have some shorter songs. I'm going to play for you. I'm just going to lay them out now. I'm going to play for you Over the Hills and Far Away, which is good. This one is not my favorite performance of the tour. My favorite performance of this tour is the 27th of March just six days later, but this is great. And what I love about it at the end, Robert sings uh, over and over again the name Samantha. And um, I can only, you know, there's, there's a short list of reasons why Robert would be singing about a woman at a concert. So lucky Robert and lucky Samantha. You'll hear that. That's funny. I'm going to be playing a snippet of the 45-minute Dazed and Confused um, before the violin bow solo. That part, the, uh, you know, uh, where they say they sing the snippets of uh, Buffalo Springfields for what it's worth. And then they go into a little version of I Shot the Sheriff, which is really cool. And uh, by which I mean Jimmy and Jonesy and Bonzo are playing their standard live Dazed and Confused stuff. And Robert's singing I Shot the Sheriff over it. Um, and then we go to we're going to go to Communication Breakdown straight into Heartbreaker, which is how they did it as their encore. After the you know three and a half hours, almost four hours of madness, they come out and just kill it at the end. It's a great fucking show, and you know it shows why Zeppelin is so awesome and why Jimmy Page is so awesome. Because power, mystery, and the hammer of the gods, and when they're firing on all cylinders, there's nothing like it. So, I imagine you've heard enough of me talk. It's been about ten minutes, so. Let's go to the first one now. I play for you the over the hill and far away, and you listen and you like, okay? All right, see you in a bit. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
ladies, you got the love I need. Maybe more than enough. Oh, darling, 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 walk a while with me. Oh, you've got so much, but I need so much. I have to have so much.
Thank you very much. Well, you probably heard that one before, yeah? There's one demand that I'd like to make, apart from that you enjoy what we're doing, and that is that you don't sway around too much at the front because somebody might get hurt, okay? I've seen it happen and it's very gory. In England, we have soccer matches where the same sort of thing happens. Only the soccer is terrific. Right, now, it came to pass... Shall we knock it? came to pass that after 18 months of sitting down on our backsides, forming swan song records and, and messing around generally, we finally managed to put a record into the shops, physical graffiti, which you might be... Once again, a lot of variations in music we intend to give you. We intend to give you some of that tonight, if we've got any left. <laughs> what would you think? I thought that was pretty awesome. I mean, I love Over the Hills and Far Away anyway. It's a fun song. It's fun to listen to. It's fun to play if you play guitar. It's not that hard to play, and it sounds beautiful. And... Um, you know, it always makes me happy to hear Zeppelin on fire, and they're great in this. I hope you enjoyed it. It's not a song that is, you know, often heard live in the official live releases. Is that true? I don't know. I just realized I'm not sure what the newest song remains the same has. 
Well, in any case, it doesn't have a live one from 1975. So there you go. So I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And um, as this progresses, um, hopefully you'll hear more and more fun music. I don't even really want to waste much time. I just want to do a nice little segue now into a clip of that uh, early part of Dazed and Confused. It's just a few minutes long. I think it's um, maybe five minutes long uh, out of 45 minutes. And unfortunately, if you have perfect pitch, you may, uh, may not be happy because Jimmy's guitar is out of tune a little. Um, in fact, I didn't even realize it until I read on the forum somewhere that somebody else was bitching about it, and now it's all I can hear. But it's it's great. It's totally great. The band is tight. They're locked in tight, Jonesy and Bonzo and Jimmy. And um, when all cylinders are firing, it's 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 epic and it's beautiful. So listen to this part, and uh, take heart if you like this. Remember, you'll you know I will have a link on where you can download a copy of the show for yourself for free. So enjoy it. I hope you really do. I like it. Here are some days that end up confused.
I've recorded this like three times now because I keep fucking up. Anyway, I hope you liked it. Pretty cool. Um, really tight, you know, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> that's what she said. Um, one thing about this performance of, even though it's 45 minutes long and one would be hard pressed to not say that it is indulgent, um, is that it's, it's coherent and cohesive. It has themes. I mean, you know, if you're a fan of Zeppelin, even casually, you know that Dazed and Confused has parts. There's the beginning part, which is the song, and then there's the woo 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 Robert Plant singing part, and then there's the part with a little bit of Achilles' last stand, the dun 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 precursor, and then some wah wah stuff, and then the violin solo, and then fast stuff, slow stuff, fast stuff, slow stuff, and a song. Um, this has all that. It has some of the Mars bringer of war. It basically, this is the last performance of the complete suite of, uh, Dazed and Confused sections. And it's excellent. I mean, you should totally get this. You should totally get this show and listen to it. It will make you happy forever. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, we're going to finish up here. This is going to be a fairly short podcast, at least with me talking-wise. Um, most of you are saying thank God, and that's fine. We're going to finish up with the encores, because I don't want to do song segments. I don't want to give you a snippet of In My Time of Dying. I don't want to give you a snippet of Trampled, Un Trampled Underfoot or um, No Quarter. They're all great, even though for some reason I don't like the um, I don't like Cashmere, and I don't like In My Time of Dying. Or trampled underfoot, actually, from this tour, which is odd because this is the tour, you know, on which they're being highlighted. It's the physical graffiti tour. But that's my personal thing. There's no reason for that other than, you know, I don't like it. So there you go. Do your own podcast if you want to do those. For me, I give you the encores, which are communication breakdown. Nice, tight version of that. Fast, fast, fast. Punky, punky, punky. They kind of sound like the damned doing it. Um, and which goes right into Heartbreaker. So I will not be coming back until the end of Heartbreaker. So get some popcorn. If you're driving, do not get some popcorn and enjoy. Thanks, Ben. Bye.
I don't know why I said that last part. <laughs>
Pretty kick-ass, right? It's great. Can you imagine being at that show and seeing four hours of Led Zeppelin at top, you know, at at the peak? You could say that that's the high water mark right there. It's it's insane. It's so good. And um, I don't know if you notice in Heartbreaker, Jimmy is a little sloppy. I mean, he's always a, a sloppy player, a great player, but a sloppy player. In this case, he's a little sloppier than usual, but that's, I mean, after four hours of playing. And who knows, you know, this is the tour where you get the um, those photos of him leaning back and just swigging from a bottle of Jack Daniels. Um, you know, that's where that started to, to happen. And initially it was because his hand fucking hurt from the broken finger and playing, and then it, you know, it became a rock star thing. But... Um, it's brilliant. I love it. I hope you love it. If you listen to this podcast, I'm assuming you do. And uh, I'm going to wrap it up. And even though I wanted this to be a nice short podcast, it's still going to end up being about 45 minutes long, which is kind of how they run. But the vast majority of that was music. So I hope you dug it. And I will be back soon with something else. I think the next podcast will be either uh, highlighting some of the uh, cover songs that Zeppelin would do in co- in concert, whether it's part of a medley or just as a standalone, 
or some of the cool people that Jimmy Page jammed with after Zeppelin. Um, he jammed with Santana in 1980. He jammed with Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton, Jaco Pastorius, Les Paul, Poison, if you can believe that, Bon Jovi, Harry Connick Jr. I mean, that's off the top of my head. Good stuff, neat stuff, and thanks for listening to me. Visit my website, heartofmarkness.com, for that link to download this show. And maybe get a little more information about the show than what I talked about here. Follow me on Twitter, Heart of Markness. I have a Facebook group that just started. It's pretty sparse, but please join it if you dig it. Heart of Markness. Basically, Heart of Markness. If you see Heart of Markness, it's me. And you should join it if you like it. Send me questions and comments at mark at heartofmarkness.com. If you like this and you want to kick me a couple bucks because you're wonderful and a better person than most, you can. Uh, there's a PayPal link there if you want to do that. You also don't have to. This is a free podcast, and you know no one's twisting your arm. I appreciate everything. Thanks a lot, guys, gals. Happy Halloween, even though Halloween will be over by the time you hear this. And uh, be excellent to each other. See you later.